0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Chris Lee. Commodore fans, on your feet. It's time to anchor down.
1: Hello and welcome to the eighth season of the Vandy Sports Podcast, which is presented by Dr. Jody Jones DDS. We are part of the 440 Sports Network. I'm your host, Chris Lee. Our guest today, Andrew Allegretta one of the play-by-play voices for Vanderbilt Athletics. Andrew appears on the guest line that is sponsored by Sutherland & Belk, a family-owned injury law firm. If you or a loved one has been hurt in an accident, give Taylor or Russell a call. That number is 615-846-6200. See what your rights are and if they can help. Now on to our interview with Andrew. I am with Andrew Allegretta today. We are sitting watching fall camp as we do this we're going to talk a little bit about what we've seen so far it is oh hot and humid like it is every nashville august day andrew thanks for joining us hope
0: you're doing well yeah i'm doing great uh looking forward to this uh a new flavor for the podcast right out here on the porch uh live action i think at the moment they're doing two minute drills uh, so you'll get a lot of screaming and coach lee's instructions in the background this is a new flavor for it i like it chris
1: Yeah, you'll hear whistles and loudspeakers and all sorts of things. But let's start with
0: your overall impressions of fall camp. I think they've been good so far, right? Uh, Obviously, going into this one, having Mike Wright as the starting quarterback, uh, that provides, I think, a backdrop for this offense to find some consistency, as they've talked about, know the direction of the offense, so that's good. And not to immediately shift to some of the younger players, Chris, but there's an intrigue to those guys, whether it's McGowan, the wide receiver, Uh, Whether it's someone like Agu coming off the edge defensively, uh, perhaps someone like Edwards who looks, the running back, looks like he might need to gain some strength and probably a very clear fourth on the running back position. But all of these guys seem to have a skill set, athleticism, a talent bump for Vanderbilt that I don't know exactly how it's going to fit into the 2022 season, but those guys provide a lot of intrigue. So it's been an interesting camp. It's only been about a week long so far, but it's been interesting so far.
1: Well, there's been a very large kid from
0: Germany that's caught my eye too. Yeah, you don't get a lot of guys uh, with that particular size. I think at most college football programs, I respect that there's a handful across the SEC that are typically going to get that. Uh, But you can see a size, a strength, a physicality to a lot of these guys that, that again only having been here two years now it is a clear difference in the size the length the strength uh, that some of the guys that you've been able to bring in now of course you need depth you need to coach them up all of that kind of stuff barton's talked about being the very best uh, player development program in the entire sec and in the country so that's all part of it but these guys as it has been said before a lot of them seem to pass the off-the-bus test, where maybe at times, as I understand it, that wasn't always the case. But there is some intrigue out there for sure so far through a week of camp.
1: Yeah, they, they still need some work on the off-the-bus test, but they're getting better. Um, I think one of the big things you'd like to see is we, we still don't know what they are yet because you've got a substantial chunk of the defensive line that is – on the sidelines participating in some things here and there but but not ready to go yet i think it's hard to you've got to reserve some judgment and of course they're they're just now getting into shells so it's not like they're hitting and doing things but there's some things you can see some things you can't but i think that's the one wish that you have in camp right now is get those three defensive linemen healthy uh
0: because i think that's going to mean a lot to this team yeah, you're talking about uh Davian Davis, you're talking about Devin Lee and then Christian James if I'm not mistaken. Um, look, getting through camp is a couple of different things. One, you got to get guys healthy through camp and and to be frank, Chris, I kind of I reserve a lot of judgment until you get into the games. Anyway, uh, it's really hard to figure out exactly how you match up. I mean, it's great to know that your ones match up against your other ones, I guess, but I'd rather know how your ones match up against somebody else's ones. Uh, so I, I reserve a lot of judgment, but I just keep going back to it. There are guys out there that that grab your attention especially some of the younger guys that all feel like they can make an impact. Mike Wright is very clearly a leader for this team as a quarterback. He provides an athleticism, a spark that we saw at the end of last year. Uh, You can feel, and yes, I get it, they don't have some of their defensive linemen to get a full picture, but you can feel more of a flavor of where this offense is going this season, and that is a positive thing for Vanderbilt. All
1: right, let's name some names. When you're watching these guys, who who
0: is it that's that's popping and, and catching your eye? Well, first and foremost, I mentioned McGowan. I don't know how he fits in. The wide receiver, he's not all that big, at least in height, but he's very sturdy for his size. I don't know if he's listed at five foot eight or 9 or 10 or whatever he happens to be, but he's very sturdy. He's very quick. So I'm curious to see how they use him, especially with Mike Wright. How can Mike get him the football in space and let him make some plays? Um, Quincy Skinner grabs my attention as... And I don't mean to skip over the guys, right, that we know will have an impact. Ray Davis, Will Shepard, Ben Brashnahan. I'm trying to get some names that may have been off the radar last year or are new coming back into this year. Quincy uh, Quincy Skinner uh, didn't get a ton of uh, run last year. Uh, He's got speed to burn. Um, If you can get the defense thinking run, run, run with Mike Wright, all of a sudden if Quincy Skinner or Will Shepard can get deep, maybe Mike can just go lob it and let them go get a 40, 50-yard pass. Uh, So those are a couple of guys at the wide Receiver position that grab your attention. You wish you had more there, but I do think the running back depth is is compelling. From Ray Davis to Rocco Griffin to Patrick Smith and even again Edwards, he looks like he needs to put on weight as a freshman to me. That's just my eyes. Uh, but you've got more pieces, I think, to work with this year, again, knowing the exact direction with Mike Style that could make the offense. Way more compelling, especially out of the shoots against Hawaii, against Elon, against Wake Forest, uh, Wake Forest in Northern Illinois. I feel like we should have a better sense of identity quicker for this offense than maybe we did a season ago.
1: Well, you can't talk offense without talking quarterback battle. Um, it, it's been interesting so far. It, it seems like it's an offense that's tailored towards Mike Wright. Uh, I, I think you're, you're nodding your head, so I guess you'd agree with that, but. Uh, Just give me your thoughts on what you've seen between the
0: what they've got, five scholarship quarterbacks out here plus a walk-on. I would suspect they tailored this offense for Mike Wright. I think they have to. Um, It's not a lock, right? I think uh, Coach Lee maybe has – use particular phrases. I think he's used everything except for the Coach Corbin, you rent your position, not own your position phrase. right. He's used everything around that. Uh, So it certainly is possible that it could change. But I think the desire is to structure the offense based on what Mike can do well, which is run the football first and foremost. Everyone knows that. But in addition, challenge the defense vertically in ways that maybe they didn't get to all of the time last year. And that's where I think the depth of weapons that they have this year uh, will be interesting. That's the Mike Wright stuff. I think that's where it starts. Um, but in addition to Mike Wright, look, Ken Seals is a very capable quarterback. We saw that a season ago. At times before he got banged up, we saw that as a freshman. Uh, so he can distribute the football if they need a change of pace. And then, to to be very honest, I I think AJ Swan's going to push everybody. Like I, I he he's going to need time as a freshman to develop, move the brain faster all of those sort of things, uh, but he looks to me to have the size, physicality, and natural talent to at least push people to be the best versions of themselves. Does that mean that AJ is gonna take the job uh, from Mike or from Ken at any point this season? No earthly idea. Uh, There's so many things that go into that. It's Mike's job to start with and then we move from there, but I do think AJ has the skill set to at least push those guys forward.
1: Yeah, it it is a a very interesting and diverse quarterback room. You got guys with all sorts of different skills. Um, You know, Walter Taylor's a guy that's impressed me for certain reasons. Drew Dickey's a guy who's come in and looked like he's had decent command of the offense. I think there's as much. I'm not going to say Taylor or Dickey's going to end up taking snaps this year. Uh, I think there's a long way between here and there, given what they've got on the roster. But it is a it's one of the most interesting quarterback rooms. And of course, I've been here. I've done this about 20 years now. You've done this for a couple, but I think you'd agree. It's pretty interesting to look across that room and just see the makeup of the talent and the
0: skill sets there. I think there's plenty of talent in that room. It's about a lot of different things, not to sound like a coach. Not to sound like a coach, but so much uh, is going to be dependent on how you can block for them, how the weapons work, how the offense is designed. It's it's an 11-man game, not just a one-man game. I'd be curious from your perspective about if this season – compares to any other particular season that you've noticed over the past five to ten years? Does this feel like – I don't know where this feels like it's going to you based on your own eyeballs of watching this team for the better part of, you know, 10, 15 years?
1: That's a good question. Nobody's, I don't think anybody's asked me that. My my quick answer would be it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the program being at a point like it was when, when Clark Lee took over. Um, you know, they, they've also – Again, I think they've upped the level of speed and maybe defensive line play with a guy or two, but it's young and it's going to take a while to translate. It's going to be a slow build, which we know. That would be my quick answer. Maybe if I think about it more, we can have that talk before the season as we see more of them. But we got a couple minutes left and we haven't hit defense yet. So I want to start with you just with an open floor. What has stood out to you most on that side of the ball? This season of the Vandy Sports Podcast has been made possible by my friend, Dr. Jody Jones, DDS. When it comes to general or cosmetic dentistry services, Jody is the best in Nashville. Just check out his client list. It testifies to that. He sees movie stars, music stars, athletes, coaches, you name it. Jody is the dentist of choice for stars in Nashville, but he sees regular folks like you and I as well. Go see Jody Jones today. Thank him for his support of this podcast, because without it, this season would not be possible.
0: Man, there's a lot of different directions you could go with that. Um, I mentioned Agu, uh, Darren Agu, the freshman, uh, coming from, I believe, Rayburn Gap, Georgia, who seems like he's got a lot of talent, a lot of skill, and could make an impact as a freshman. Um, the linebackers feel like they have to be impactful to me. Um, One, because you've got depth there between Orgy, between Barr, between Patterson joining the fold. Uh, You've got some skill and you've got some depth there. But I think for so many of the defenses, I feel like I've watched, if you've got linebackers making a ton of tackles, you can be, you can manage it. But if you've got your secondary making a ton of tackles, then you've got issues because you're giving up 15, 20, 25-yard plays. Uh, so can Ethan Barr, can Anthony Orji, uh, can Kane Patterson, can any, any one of these guys uh, step up and consistently make tackles, you know, after two or three or four yards versus 10 or 15? Uh, if those guys are having one heck of a season and if you feel like – because Orji and Barr were there last year, uh, they've got to do it again. And they, they you know – it. I get you're going up against some high-flying offenses in this conference. That's fine. Uh, But if those guys have really, really good seasons, you might be able to stabilize things and keep... Scores are what they are in college football right now. You're not holding anybody to 14 points. You're trying to hold them to 28 points and win 42 to 28 or try to win 35 to 28 or try to win it 28 to 21. Whatever. You're not holding them to no yards. But if you can stabilize things and the linebackers are all over the place making the tackles that they have to make, and I think they've got some skill there to do that, that with orgy with bar with patterson um then you could see a defense that that can make some noise and and i do like watching coach howell coach out there i feel like he's a very uh, intense um coacher not to say that coach minter wasn't he very much was they feel like they have different styles to me i think i think jesse was incredibly gifted and talented as a teacher and um scheming up defenses I think Nick Howell feels like more of a boots on the ground type of coach to me that is right there in the ear of every single, buddy, uh, every single player and I'm not passing judgment that one is better than the other but I'm, uh, it's fun to watch Coach Howell work so far through a couple of practices
1: I was a little distracted while you were talking there. I was going to go to the secondary next, and they must be hearing us because a certain defensive back just made two really nice plays in a row. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to name names. I think this is the the past – yeah, but anyway, maybe we'll talk about it. He's a guy guy I like anyway. But um, speaking of that, I think that is one of the most interesting parts of the team, Andrew, because – you've got a mix of old guys including some guys that have played a lot but if you include that anchor position in the secondary, which I kind of do uh, and sometimes they're interchangeable with a nickel back. Uh, not not interchangeable, but one goes off if a nickel comes on. I think that much is interesting, but you're seeing new faces you're seeing a lot of first year kids on campus get some reps. You're seeing a lot of second year kids on campus getting reps. I think they've upgraded their speed in that area. Um, I want to see a little better play at times but that's the part of the the team that I think I've been most intrigued with just to see how that settles out who ends up where on opening day uh who ends up playing a lot coming off the bench and just how effective that
0: bunch is I, I think that's a really key storyline to this team well especially the way that offenses throw the football right now uh we haven't talked about them yet you mentioned the anchor position um, how does Derricky Wright fit back into the fold for this team? Because we know he's got the athleticism. We know he's got the skill set to make an impact at the SEC level. How can he do it for this team this season after going through what he did uh, in the past offseason? He's out there. Um, He's practicing with everybody else. Um, So I don't have any clear answer, but he is certainly as an individual, a storyline to follow, because if he has a great season in addition, right, because he's going to float between that second and third level of the defense because of that anchor position, um, he can help out the linebackers. He can help out the secondary. If he's flying around, making plays, getting a couple of picks, whatever it is. I mean, these are the these are the strides and the steps that the, the defense has to make in 2022.
1: Andrew, I've got to cut it short because I'm about to get a call to do radio. But let me just give you a minute. No, no, is, it's that time of
0: year. No, it, it's yeah, it's this time of year. You can listen to our broadcast, but um, you're doing you're doing the George Plaster show right. in a second, and that's cool. I'm just it's August. It's August third. I recognize that George is just getting his show <laughs> off the ground, but he's a Vanderbilt guy. His co-host. Is Watson Brown, who's a Vanderbilt guy, their production assistant, is a Vanderbilt guy. I am waiting for my text message to be on the George Blaster show. Uh, it would be a distinct honor to be on George George's show, but I I am I am counting the minutes and seconds, so I'm anticipating it. It it I would I would like that phone call from a Vanderbilt man. I would like that phone call. I'll be sure and pass that along, Andrew. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Anything that you want to promote with. Uh, with vanderbilt work you're doing your podcast floor is yours as we end nothing major i just appreciate everybody tuning into the radio broadcast throughout the course of the 2022 season whether that's streaming digitally whether that's uh, throughout our vanderbilt sports network which you can find on vucommodores.com kev norm me we'll all be back for the 2022 season we're looking forward to it uh, i got i have a blast with those guys and i hope you can uh, Tune in at some point throughout the course of the season, even if it's deeply late into the nights on August 27th-28th as they play Hawaii.
1: All right, that's Andrew Allegretta. We appreciate him joining us today. Anyway, uh, this is the first edition of this season of the podcast, so we've got many more. Uh, we will probably have more of these as we get out of fall camp and into the season. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.